How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Thursday, November the 4th. Hello, my friends. Hope you're doing extraordinarily well. And we got plenty to talk about. We're going to start off with some financials. Let's jump in. First company I want to talk about is Square Enix, who did a fiscal year report, and they are performing extraordinarily well. They had sales of about $3 billion. That's like a 25% increase. And an operating income of $400 million, which is like a 40% increase. And of course, most of their business comes from video games. They specifically pointed out two games that they released. Final Fantasy VII Remake, which performed very well for them. And Marvel's Avengers, which they said they are disappointed with. Now, the CEO did mention that they need to pair their game design concepts better with certain studios. In this case, he's talking about games as a service being paired with Crystal Dynamics, who, you know, most well-known for the Tomb Raider reboots, a single-player experience. And there's been some articles going around that are saying that, you know, Square Enix is disappointed with Crystal Dynamics or something like that. I don't know that that would necessarily be false, but I, th I think it is a little clickbaity. The language is not nearly that decisive. But uh, in any event, Square Enix is doing well. All their mobile games and Final Fantasy XIV, all doing well. And they've got a pretty exciting year ahead of them. Guardians of the Galaxy, Forspoken, Babylon's Fall, fun stuff. Electronic Arts also had its financials, and uh, there's a few interesting things here. One of them is that they had their second best quarter of all time. Company history. Now, as always, where's all of this revenue coming from? Well, it's coming from FIFA 22, right? And FIFA Ultimate Team. But in their report, they don't once use the word FIFA. Instead, they call it EA Sports Games, or Global Football Franchise. And so we've known for a while that they're thinking of not using FIFA for the upcoming titles, because the licensing is too expensive. And stuff like this really makes it seem like it's uh, not a negotiation tactic anymore. It seems like they're really moving forward with it. So it will certainly be interesting to see how well they can do without the FIFA name, or maybe more importantly, if FIFA goes to another company and gives them the name. How will that impact their sales? We'll see. The Sims 4 is going to be getting a new, I guess it's a new game mode, but basically they're calling it Scenarios, where they present you with a challenge, and you need to come out on the other side of that challenge successful. So they're starting with two scenarios. One is called Making Money, in which they start you with zero dollars, and however you want, you want to eventually go and make a, a one million simoleons. And then the other scenario is called Finding Love After a Breakup. <laughs> the, the titles are very literal. So they put you in the shoes of somebody who just broke up with their relationship, and then you have to go find love again. I don't know, it's interesting. I, I guess if you're somebody who struggles to come up with your own goals in The Sims, then these are maybe some challenges that can nudge you forward a little bit. I remember playing The Sims on GameCube, and that game had like a campaign mode with specific objectives. And as a kid, I enjoyed it. I don't know how it holds up, but... Firaxis and 2K have announced that Marvel's Midnight Suns has been delayed from March 2022 into the second half of the year. So just to jog your memory, this is the Marvel game developed by the XCOM team. They've showed off quite a bit of gameplay for it, and it looks very enticing. I'm super pumped for it, but evidently they need some more time to work on it, so just gotta wait a little bit longer. There's another game delay here from Platinum Games. This one is a little bit more obscure, but they had a game announced called Soul Cresta, which is actually a sequel to the arcade games Moon Cresta and Terra Cresta from the 1980s. This is a top-down space shoot-'em-up, 
And it was previously announced for a December release date. Now it has an unknown release date of next year. It was actually interesting. They announced this game as like part of April Fools. And then they were like, well, actually, the game's real. And it's also the first of many retro inspired games that they're planning on launching. So if you're into that kind of game, then definitely keep your eye on Platinum here. But uh, hey, folks, that is all of the news from today. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated. Of course, I will be back with the news tomorrow, as always. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, yeah, so uh, I was digging into Square Enix today because I kept seeing these articles that were like, well, okay, I saw a few articles that were saying that the Square Enix CEO was criticizing Crystal Dynamics. And then in the body of the article, they were like, this isn't the first time they've criticized Crystal Dynamics. And I read both of their sources of this supposed criticism. And like, they were a reach at best. It's, I mean, maybe if you read between the lines, you could be like, yeah, they screwed up on Marvel's Avengers. Was that Crystal Dynamics fault? No, I'm sure they, I'm sure they understand that they were going for a certain type of game here. And it's not just all the fault of the studio. And if it was, they're not just going to say that publicly. They're not going to be like, ah, yes, our subsidiary sucks. We'll try, we'll try again with somebody else. So anyway, I don't know. I, uh, I hate the clickbait because, and th- and that's not even really clickbait. That's just, they're using strong language that is technically not incorrect, but has a lot of implications. And they're using it in order to, I don't know, evoke reactions make a story seem like a bigger deal than it is, get you to click on their other stories where they've said similar things, I don't know. All I know is if you're going to make that assumption, if you're going to say that they are criticizing their own subsidiary, then it requires a little bit more nuance and discussion, which is possible to do in a web article, not so much in a tweet. And so I thought I would just come on here and set the record straight, dang it. That being said, all of that being said, it would kind of make sense that Crystal Dynamics was not the best fit for that kind of game. They did Tomb Raider. And then, uh, you know, supposedly the Marvel's Avengers campaign was pretty good. People liked it, which is what they're good at. And then it was the the live op stuff that people didn't like. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how Guardians of the Galaxy sells. I don't know if they're directly comparable. I mean, they're comparable because they're Marvel games, but very different business strategies and desired outcomes out of those games. But I'm intrigued nonetheless. I'm also pretty bummed about Marvel's Midnight Suns. Granted, it was coming out in March, which is literally the month that I'm leaving, so I probably wouldn't have been able to play it right away. So maybe this is actually a good thing for me. Who knows? It's rare that I'm excited for a a game that hasn't come out yet. It's pretty rare, especially if it's not an indie studio. But in this case, I'm pretty excited. I hope they nail it. What else from today? Oh, The Sims on GameCube? I wanted to talk about this. When I was a kid, I played The Sims a lot. I had uh, the first Sims game on GameCube. It had the campaign mode. I, I don't remember much, but I do remember having a very grouchy mother. That's about it. That's all I remember. <laughs> I hope that that's not a false memory. And then I also, I, I think I had The Sims 2 on PC, but I'm going to look up the cover for it right now. Ooh, I don't know. Did I, did I have The Sims 2? No, I had The Sims 1. Yeah, I'm looking at the UI. Oh, 100%. I had The Sims 1 on PC. I had it on CD-ROM. I spent a lot of time in that game as a child on my very crappy computer. I have been on and off with The Sims over over the years, and if I, th- I think if I wasn't constantly pushing myself to try new games, I probably would have played The Sims pretty significantly. There's something about it which is very appealing. I don't know, maybe that would be a fun game to stream sometime. 
Not that my computer would be able to handle that at this point, I think. <laughs> okay, anyway, I've talked enough. Thanks, folks. Sending love to you all. Chat soon. <laughs>